now, time for Seafood News. You're listening to the Seafood News Weekly Podcast, brought to you by the new retail experience that is now live on the premier protein market intelligence platform, Comtel. A newly enhanced and comprehensive retail experience gives subscribers access to retailer-based IRI scanner data with an in-depth and accurate view of the buying process, offering a more intimate understanding of consumer spending habits. Housing over 1,000 items from all 50 retail grocers across 67 cities, the new Comtel Retail Dashboard will be packed with weekly updates across seafood, beef, pork, poultry, and eggs, among other protein sectors. To learn more, reach out to an account manager at sales at earnerberry.com or visit us at Seafood Expo North America, booth 364. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Ernerberry Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. Before we get into the news, I just want to say that I can't believe Seafood Expo North America is less than a month away. Blink and we'll be in Boston. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and you'll definitely want to look for Lauren and I because we'll have the coolest freebies. Are we, wait, are we telling people? Should we, should we keep it a surprise? I think we should keep it a surprise. All right. Come on. Okay, fine. All right. I mean, it's, totally it's a good one. It. I mean, if you love listening to Lauren and I on the podcast, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna want it. Yeah. And there is a limited supply and it's limited edition. So you have to come by and see us. All right. That's, that sounds, that sounds good to me. Um, well, remember, stop by Ernberry Booth 364. Hey, since you won't tell anybody, we'll just move right on to the news. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> so uh, uh, we're primarily going to be talking about Lent since it's only a few days away. But before we get there, we have to talk the huge news out of Newfoundland and Labrador. And that's that the fish food and allied workers known as FFAW Unifor and the Association of Seafood Producers known as ASP, they appear to have buried the hatchet and are working together ahead of the upcoming snow crab season. That's so nice to hear, because usually these two groups are notorious for fighting with each other, especially during the snow crab season. But following the exit of both group heads and new appointments, ASP and FFAW came out and shared that they're committed to working together to address the challenges facing the crab fishery this year. Some of those challenges include pricing, scheduling, and trip limits. So the two industry groups were at each other's throats last year before the price of snow crab for the 22 season had even been announced. So drama began over the appointment of Earl McCurdy to the Newfoundland Labrador Standing Fish Price Setting Panel. And the price setting panel, um, which was established in 2006, is responsible for annually identifying, you know, in consultation with stakeholders, particular fish species for collective bargaining, collecting and disseminating market information, establishing parameters for negotiations, uh, facilitating collective bargaining, setting hearings and where necessary, and, and this is honestly being the key for the story, acting as an arbitration panel and setting fish prices when the parties have been unable to agree, which is more often than not. So um, ASP took issue with McCurdy's appointment because he has ties to FFAW, um, having first joined the group in the late 1970s when it was uh, then known as NFFAW, and later going on to serving as the secretary treasurer of the union from 1980 to 1993, and then president of FFAW from 93 to 2014. So ASP's motion to remove McCurdy resulted in the panel having to delay hearing the case for snow crab prices last March. Ultimately, that motion to remove McCurdy was rejected. 
Shortly after, in early April 2022, the price setting panel made a decision on the snow crab price, selecting ASP's position of $7.60 per pound over FFAW's price position of $9.05 per pound. By mid-May, ASP was requesting a reconsideration on the minimum snow crab price. FFAW had set a position of $6.55 per pound and ASP $6.15 per pound. The price setting panel once again selected ASP's position, a decision that, quote, deeply frustrated FFAW. And the tension between ASP and FFAW continued outside of the snow crab season, with ASP announcing in July that they were suing FFAW and the price setting panel over the April 24th decision on price for the spring shrimp fishery. The basis of their lawsuit went back to the appointment of McCurdy on the panel. So in the months since then, both heads of FFAW and ASP have stepped down. Um, in early January, FFAW Unifor's joint counsel elected Greg Pretty as their new president. A few weeks later, ASP announced that they had named Jeff Loader as their new executive director. And with these new appointments comes the opportunity for a clean slate to begin the crab season. So Paul Grant, the board chair of ASP, said that in light of the challenges we are facing this year, we have agreed that our best approach is to collectively discuss the challenges the crab fishery is facing and to see support from both levels of government to ensure that we have a successful crab fishery in 2023. The crab fishery contributes significantly to the provincial economy, and at the end of the day, it is in everyone's best interest to come together and find a solution that works for processors, harvesters, plant workers, and others who work in the industry. FFAW's Pretty echoed that sentiment, stating that working together to address issues like pricing, scheduling, and trip limits prior to the start of the fishery is the best route to protect fish harvesters and plant workers in Newfoundland and Labrador. With a commitment from stakeholders to abide by the Collective Bargaining Act this year and important strides towards increased transparency, this is currently the best option for our members to avoid a repeat of 2022. So Ernerberry Market reporter Janice Schreiber reports that the Canadian snow crab market continues to look barely steady to weak. Currently on five to eight Newfoundland clusters, uh, the market is 57% lower than the same time last year. In addition, the market is also 34, 34% lower than the five-year average. Um, where pricing is adjusted down to current market quotations are closer to levels seen about six years ago in 2017. Market participants report the desire to sell through the previous season's inventories prior to the start of the 2023 season. With that sentiment in mind, we have continued to see discounting on both 5 to 8s and 10 ups. The 8 up market has been holding and overall demand is reported to range fair to dull. In other news, a 20-year-old North Atlantic right whale, cataloged as number 3343, washed up dead on Virginia Beach last week. NOAA determined that the whale suffered a catastrophic blunt force traumatic injury, which is consistent with a vessel strike. So the whale was found near the entrance to a port, which has a 10-knot speed restriction in place. However, that speed rule only extends 20 miles from the port entrance. And there are also other exemptions in place, like military vessels or vessels under 65 feet in length. They don't have to follow that speed restriction. Now, moving on to some happier news, seafood during Lent. Ernerberry's Courtney Schum writes a weekly column called The Retail Rundown. If you haven't checked it out, we highly recommend that you do. In this week's column, Courtney talks about what's going on with seafood, and some of it might surprise you. Courtney reports that although Lent is rapidly approaching, retailers have actually reduced their numbers of seafood feature activities. 
For the week of February 20th, seafood buying opportunities clocked in at 23%, down from 31.4% the week prior. Beef narrowly holds the top spot with 29.2%, closely followed by pork with 28.5%, and chicken makes up around 15% of circular ad space. Following three straight weeks of very little to no retail feature activity, eggs are beginning to show some life with 2% of total buying opportunities. However, this is down from almost 7% for the same period last year. Retail data from IRI for the week ending February 5th showed total seafood sales volumes at $80.6 million. Seafood purchases could tick up in the weeks ahead as shoppers observing Lent stock up on fish instead of beef and pork. Within the seafood complex, fresh fin fish accounted for the bulk of sales volume, followed by frozen shellfish. Fresh salmon was a standout with $18.8 million in total sales, compared to $1.8 million for fresh cod and $1.5 million for fresh catfish. In the week leading up to Valentine's Day, frozen lobster raked in $179,000 in total sales and retailed at about $8.57 non-discounted or $8.18 discounted. When looking at the total sales volume for last week, beef and chicken both outranked seafood with beef coming in at 173.2 million and chicken at 134.8 million. On the food service fronts, plenty of QSRs and fast casuals are prepped and ready for a seafood rush during Lent. So let's talk shrimp first. Erna Barry seafood market reporter and COO Jim Kenny says that it should be no surprise that shrimp is finding its way onto fast food menus this year, as shrimp is not just a great value in the seafood category, but across all proteins. The white shrimp in, uh, index, which is a measure of general conditions in the shrimp market expressed as a dollar value, has fallen to a level very near the 10-year low. Many Tex-Mex chains have introduced some shrimp offerings. Qdoba has brought back their citrus lime shrimp, which customers can add to a bowl, burrito, quesadilla, or salad. And Taco Cabana has brought back their guest favorite shrimp tempico uh, and their tacos and their shrimp tempico quesadillas. And this year, Del Taco's crispy jumbo shrimp tacos are back for Lent with a new flavor taking center stage, buttery garlic parmesan. Yum. That does sound good. Um, and now White Castle has also brought back their shrimp nibblers. Um, we actually had those last year on our Watch Us Eat Lent video. We um, sure did. Yeah, but they have a new flavor this year, sriracha. Their shrimp nibblers are bite-sized butterfly shrimp that come in a shareable size, if you feel so inclined. Um, this offering is in addition to their year-round seafood offerings, which include fish nibblers and panko fish sliders, both of which are made with wild Alaska pollock. And speaking of Wild Alaska Pollock, I am very excited about this one. 7-Eleven has brought back their fish sandwich for Lent. So the return of the fish sandwich is thanks to a partnership with the Association of Doing Alaska Pollock Producers. And the popular convenience store first entered into a partnership with Gap in 2020 to launch their new herb-crusted Wild Alaska Pollock filet with American cheese and tartar sauce on a buttery bun. The fish sandwich was a limited-time offer, running for just 10 weeks during the Lenten season. 7-Eleven and Gap continued their partnership in 2021 by bringing in new wild Alaskan Pollock fish bites. But in 2023, they are returning to their original wild Alaska Pollock offering. And to boot, they are also bringing back the same promotional pricing from 2020. Wow. I don't think I've, I've heard that yet. <laughs> For a limited time, Seven Rewards and Speedy Rewards members can score their own fish sandwich for $2 on Fish Sandwich Fridays. That's a steal. That is a steal. 
Other exciting LTO sandwiches for Lent include the flounder fish sandwich at Popeye's. And what that was the one that was sold out last year. So yes, we didn't get hopefully. Our hands on that. You have to beat the door down. Yeah, and the lobster sub at Quiznos and Culver's Northwoods walleye sandwich. So we are recording a brand new Watches Eat this week, where we're going to chow down on some of the new offerings that are out there. Like I said, hopefully Popeyes has their flounder fish sandwich in stock. We should have no problem getting the sriracha shrimp at White Castle, and I don't, I don't know what else is on our. I don't know. If we're missing anything, let us know. Yeah. If you want us to try something. And door dash it to us. <laughs> it has to be in a relative decent vicinity of us. So we can definitely get the 7-Eleven sandwich to go to 7-Eleven near us. So uh, be sure to follow Seafood News on YouTube to be the first to know when this new Watch Us Eat video is live. So thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye. 